It was an honor to be invited to speak at the 20th Century Theater in Oakley, Ohio, which is a classic building in northern Cincinnati, on a topic, I feel very strongly about, the value of corruption. People enjoyed the speech I gave, so I presented here in a couple of versions, one in a way that I usually provide in my walk and talk sessions. The other is from the event itself. It's a nice theater with a lot of sound bouncing around, so I am presenting it both ways for the clarity of the presentation. The Patriot Awards were meant to reward hardworking patriots and constitutional defenders from the Southern Ohio area, and it was a very nice tribute to American patriotism. The purpose of my speech was to articulate what the fight is we are really fighting in the present state. The word patriotism gets thrown around a lot, but it can be hard to really get a mind around concepts that have often been with us all our lives that point us in the other direction. For instance, until a few years ago, it was fashionable to think about someone like Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg positively because we admire the wealth they gained in life in a capitalist culture. But we know now that money is only a tool for them to gain power over others, so we need some new definitions of good before we can actually see and understand the kind of villainy they have perpetrated against the United States. And that all starts by understanding the wonderful measures of money. Money is not the root of all evil, it reveals it, which is a chapter in my book The Gunfighter's Guide to Business. We typically measure the value of money by what it can buy, not so much by what people will do to get it. But just changing that simple measurement gives the value of money a completely different understanding, which I find useful in understanding corruption, which I find very valuable in this increasingly volatile world. Under traditional measures of money, we have loved Bill Gates and many of the billionaires like him who participated in this year's World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. And they have used that poor measurement to hide their treacherous actions against America. They have used their money as a weapon against the country that gave them the best opportunity to make it, which leaves us with all kinds of emotions directed at people like that. So a measurement that is more conducive to reality is something people want. It was appreciated at the Patriot Awards for sure because people looking for constitutional preservation are certainly trying to sort out their feelings on those types of matters. And there is nothing that brings people who are paying attention more anxiety than watching the Biden administration and the various characters at the World Economic Forum treat America like some second-class nation where the spoils of war were already being divided up by the looters of the world as if nobody in North America had anything to say about it. In my speech, I told several stories that point out the differences in how Americans think about things as opposed to the rest of the world, especially in Europe and Asia. Not that those other cultures are bad, but the way they think is not conducive to making money for the value of what making it provides to a good and moral society. Making money can produce extreme villains, like Bill Gates and George Soros, but it does more to reveal the content of the character of those making the money that otherwise would never be seen. Much of that social mask is always present at the World Economic Forum, where I call them the desecrators of Davos because they hide their need to control others behind masks of social good. But when you have a measure of corruption, by seeing what people are willing to do to get money and what they aren't, then you can see many truths they would otherwise like to hide behind. That comes to a sharp point in my example of the Wild West Saloon and the various characters who would like to appeal to the new sheriff through relationships forged exclusively to give them an advantage in making money. To learn how to clean up a town of corruption, the most crucial factor is to what extent people crave as much money as they can get through the easiest means of obtaining it. In the case of Bill Gates, it's all about vaccines for him. Not that he wants more money to buy cars, women, and homes, but because he wants to run the world's governments to satisfy his beliefs about climate change, which is more of a fanatical religion to him than a practical science.
I have examples of corruption regarding Mitch McConnell, the Republican senator that many would agree is an extreme Reno, in my speech. He plays a conservative on TV, but in truth, he uses his office as leader of his party to protect his family's shipping business with China. Mitch is pro-China, all the time, and he has shown to what extent he would attack anybody who threatens that relationship. He is hardly what we would call a real conservative, but we wouldn't otherwise understand his behavior if it wasn't for the value of corruption. We call people like Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton corrupt all the time, and they deserve to be referred to that way. But much of what they do is hidden behind a facade of kindness hidden behind the charity, which allows the value of money to hide what they truly were willing to do to obtain it. For years these political criminals have been able to hide their malice behind the good tidings of charity, much in the way that was discussed in my speech. If the new sheriff of a town announces who he is, then all the corrupt criminals would seek to cover up who they are with ass-kissing and boot-licking, which is very common in modern-day politics. By luring the corruption out into the open, the way the Trump administration has in recent times, it has shown many of these political characters for what they always were, which wasn't so easy for people to see because the criminal conduct was so aggressively hidden behind the definitions we had for money, which prevented us from seeing the true nature of the participants. So I was happy to give the speech into that specific group. As I said to them, it only takes a small minority of people with value to beat a whole society of corrupt people because of the nature of the people conducting the behavior. They need to loot off the value of people who have it in order to live so that it always puts them at a disadvantage over those who have value. This makes them easy to beat once people understand the level of corruption they are dealing with regarding those people. Corrupt people are easy to beat once their leverage of cover is revealed. And that is the case with modern politics as well. The people fighting for patriotism and constitutional preservation will always have the upper hand because it's what they have that the corrupt want most because, they don't have that value, to begin with, and must lie, steal, and cheat to get it. Rich Hoffman Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business